We now preempt our regular programming for a special presentation. Stay tuned for a live broadcast from the Icebox Radio Theater. Good evening. My name is Jeffrey Adams, and I'm speaking to you from a 112-year-old house in the small border town of International Falls, Minnesota. Outside, a winter night has fallen calm and quiet. It's about 5 degrees below zero Fahrenheit, that's minus 20 for you night owls listening in, in Europe, with a blanket of fresh snow on the ground. Inside, we of the Icebox Radio Theater are cozily tucked into a couple of rooms here on the second floor preparing for the two things we love best, broadcasting live radio drama and offering up the type of story designed to send chills down to your spine. We have two plays tonight. The first is a world premiere brought to you by our old friend, the Winter Warlock. The second, a tribute to one of radio's classic programs of the strange and macabre. So we invite you now to find a dark corner, put in headphones if you haven't already, and prepare yourself to receive our midwinter's gift, Horror from the Icebox. (laughs) Come in! Come in! (laughs) Yes, yes, that's it. Come in, out of the cold. Good evening. I am the Winter Warlock, and here on the shores of Lake Windigo in the far, far north, I am the keeper of stories. Stories old and new, tempting and terrifying, and sometimes even relevant. I mean, anything's possible when you think about it. I bet a lot of you listening are wondering about the future. Weighed down by student loans, Depressed by never-ending shifts at a job you hate if you're lucky enough to get by on just a single job and gazing into a hopeless future reminds me of my own youth in prison. (laughs) Allow me to brighten your day with a cheery thought that I have learned in my many, many years. It can always be worse. Picture this, a dirt road leading up to a creepy house on a high hill. Walking away from the house is a woman. She's bloodied, bruised, and that strange skip to her step you hear is due to the fact that somewhere she managed to lose a shoe. And in her eyes is the determined stare of someone who needs every ounce of concentration just to take one more Want to hear more? Well, pull up a stone, and I'll tell you all about it. (laughs) We begin a few days earlier. The woman, her name is Gracie, by the way, sits in a car in a grocery store parking lot. There's a limp salad from the store salad bar slowly warming in the seat next to her and her phone is pressed sweatily to her ear. 
look, if there's some kind of cash flow problem, I, I understand. There isn't a cash flow problem. You just haven't worked the hours. I've been working steadily for six weeks. Gracie, that's just not true. You were assigned to Williamson for three days, then took a week off. I was sick. Took a week off, then you were with Pratt for two weeks, followed by what you described as a much-needed vacation. <laughs> well, can you blame me? That Pratt guy weighed 300 pounds. I could barely lift him out of the bed. A fact I told you before we you even took the job, remember? I knew he was going to be too much for you. He's one of our most needy clients. It wasn't too much for me. Look. Gracie, you're a good kid. I'm 26. But maybe this job isn't for you. I couldn't find anything better. See, that's what I mean. Most of our parents are nursing students or pre-med. Or this one girl took care of her sick mother for 10 years. They've got some experience. And more importantly, they want to do this job. You're just looking for a way to cover your loans. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Nothing. It's awfully challenging to work with someone with an English degree and no interest in geriatric medicine. Uh, am I doing it wrong? I mean, have there been complaints? From clients? No, no complaints. But it's pretty obvious that doing this makes you miserable. And all of this is why I didn't get a paycheck this week? I mean, even though I've worked the hours? I explained. You didn't get a paycheck because the pay period's not up yet. You'll get your check on the 15th. Is there any way I can get an advance? No. Company policy. I just need a little for rent. How much? Um, 200? I can give you 150. <sighs> but, you gotta do me a favor. What is it? There's a client who needs someone today. Is he... No physical issues. You won't have to lift him or even deal with toilet stuff. So, dementia then? Yeah, but even then, it's pretty mild. You just gotta keep him company and make sure he takes his meds. And he needs one meal per day. Okay. There's one thing, though. Yes? Uh, client used to be a scientist. Botany, I think. Crossbreeding plants and stuff. He still does a lot of experiments in his home lab, and some of them are a little, uh... Well, they're a little weird. Oh, you mean dangerous? No, 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 no. Nothing like that. It's just like an Adams Family vibe around the place. Perfectly safe. Just uh, don't get freaked out. He's not going to use me for a test subject, is he? Well, if he does, you can bolt. I'll advance the 150 to your account, but you need to start today, okay? I mean, you still need this job, right? <sighs> Hello? 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 Can I help you? I'm from the service. You're doing what? You ordered a para? A helper? A what? Um... Uh... Oh, yes. 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 Yes, you'll do fine. Fine. Just fine. Hi, I'm Grace. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. 
Roger Gabriel. Uh, Very nice meeting you. Dr. Gabe. They call me Dr. Gabe. Well, not anymore. University's full of idiots now. Uh, That's unfortunate. The way of things, you know, the, the way of things. Now, young lady, what did they tell you about my work? Uh, it's in botany? Oh, no. (laughs) Well, well, yes, distantly. Point is, I'm at a very important place and cannot be disturbed in my work unless I need a second pair of hands. Do you understand? I think so. I may need you for a second pair of hands. Occasionally. Not often. Lab's through here. Come. Come on. Oh. Through here. Through here. Now all of this? Don't touch. No, sir, I won't. Last girl I had in here cleaned up once. I couldn't find anything for a week. Don't touch. Unless, of course, directed to. Right. What is it you're doing here? (laughs) Perfecting it. Can't you tell? It's not right yet. Not quite there. Are those oranges? Don't touch! I wasn't. I I didn't even reach. I was just pointing. Don't touch. I said so. Just please. I'm sorry. Now. Yes. Oranges. Blood oranges. They've been most receptive to the experiment. What's the... Well, in layman's terms, I'm attempting to add animal protein to fruit, making more healthy options for vegans and vegetarians. They need protein, you see. They grow tired of tofu and plant proteins after a while, and, and that creates a health issue. Well, I didn't know that was a problem. Oh, it is, it is. Homo sapiens need animal protein. They need to hunt. They need to kill. Our intellects can only carry us so far away from the caves, you know. (laughs) Eventually, you you have to feed the beast within. Uh, uh Uh-huh. Well, it sounds fascinating, but I'll definitely stay out of your way. Shall I go to the kitchen and start on dinner? I don't care. Whatever you like. Just bring a tray. Leave it there by the door. I probably won't eat in it anyway. One more thing. Yes? You may come in here as needed, but there's a second lab in the basement. Do not go down to the basement. Is there something An I... experiment. Very sensitive. I can't risk you contaminating things, so, so don't even go down there. Understand? Oh, yes. My experiments. <laughs> experiments. Must remain pure. Don't go down to the basement. I understand. I think steak tonight. What? There's a freezer in the kitchen. T-bone. Thaw in the microwave. Grill four minutes aside, flipping once. Salt and pepper liberally. Can you handle that? I think so. Medium rare, please. Just a little red showing. You eat meat? Of course. I eat nothing but animal flesh. It's why I've lived this long, young lady. You remember that. Uh, okay. I'll get started. Remember, leave the tray and stay out of the basement.
<sighs> hey. Hey. You're late tonight. Oh, they sent me out to a new client. He kept me late. Potty trouble or a groper? Neither. Just this messed up old man forgets to take his meds. He's harmless. Oh, and I have most of that 200 I owe. I told you not to worry about that. Well, I am going to worry about it. I consider the gory stories from your day job to be payment enough. <laughs> You're such a little freak, Claire. I know. What's this documentary about? The Butcher of Kingsbury Run. Tosa color from Cleveland in the 30s. Ugh. I need a shower. I thought you said the new client wasn't a groper. Well, he isn't. He just... He's a scientist doing these experiments with oranges. He's got a lab and everything in his house. There's something... I don't know, unsettling about him. Wait a minute. Does this guy live up on the hills? Old Victorian with blackout curtains on the windows? Yeah. Oh my god. Crazy! Do you know who you have there? No, but I think you're gonna tell me. You have the one and only Dr. Death. <laughs> what? University professor. Killed his wife 20 years ago. I know I have a file on him somewhere. <sighs> Why do you keep all these files about murders and crimes and stuff? I'm working on a book, remember? Huh, I haven't seen page one. And the piles just keep growing. It's in the research phase. Besides, it's because of my grant you can be late with the rent most months. Your grant? You mean your weekly check from Grandpa? He shares my passion for the dark side of criminal justice. And he sports my literary career. <laughs> right. I'm gonna shower. Hurry it up. I want to hear all about Dr. Death. I signed a confidentiality agreement. I'll bribe you with ice cream. No! Pizza and ice cream, then. Here it is. Whoa. Rocky Road is the best. Unsupportable opinion. And get back to that Dr. Death. Oh, please don't call him that. Hey, I don't create the media labels. I just exploit them. Now, this article outlines what happened at the trial. I'm really not interested. But it says he was cold and aloof during the whole thing. What was your impression? I don't know. Come on, Gracie. Well... I guess I'd describe him as more distracted. Maybe confused. Hmm. Guilt is taking its toll, then. Uh, more like dementia. He just stays in his lab playing with plants. Honestly, he's one of the easiest clients I've ever dealt with. He's trying to grow protein-rich oranges. Well, that's what he said, yeah. He went on this whole kick about vegans lacking protein. That seems relevant somehow. What do you mean? Well, this is the weirdest case I've ever read. They couldn't actually establish wrongful death. And after the pretrial hearing, Dr. Death lawyered up and got all the records sealed. We don't even know how his wife died. Is that normal? No, not at all. Usually murder trials are public, but he was really thorough. Even got a gag order on the prosecutor. Nobody knows what caused his wife's death. Only that he didn't cause it. 
that they couldn't prove he caused it. Big difference. Well, I'm going to bed. Wait, you haven't told Claire, me- Claire, I've told you everything I know about the guy. I only just started, remember? But you'll keep your eyes open, right? Give me all the details. No promises. Confidentiality, remember? There's another half gallon in the freezer. No. Fine. I'll just keep reading. These seeds will need 24 hours before we'll know. All right. Uh, I should start lunch. Oh, fix yourself something. I'm not hungry. Well, you need to eat, Dr. Gabe. You know, you've become quite a nag in the two weeks you've been here. Mm, part of the job. And you need to have something in your stomach when you take your medication. Yes, yes. Well, mm, some soup, maybe. Fine. I put up some beef stock on Tuesday. That should be pretty good. Well, don't be silly. The squash bisque, I think. What? You know I can't abide beef, Cynthia. Just the bisque. Who's Cynthia? What? Cynthia. Who's Cynthia? And since when can't you eat beef? It's practically all you've been eating since I've been here. Ah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> of course. How silly of me. Dr. Gabe? Hmm? Have you ever been married? What? Oh. No. Never saw the reason. It's awfully big house for one person. The work takes up a lot of space. You see that. Well, I just wondered if there was ever... Weren't a... you going to do something about lunch? Uh, of course. I'll just leave the tray in the corner. Ah. Uh. And it was weird. It was like he went all dark inside. What have I been telling you? Your guy is a murderer. He's just confused. He's eating nothing but meat the whole time I've been there. But then today he asked for vegetable soup. He even said it was all he ate. So he used to be a vegetarian. What's that got to do with anything? Maybe nothing. But I did hear back from my buddy at the coroner's office. He found the wife's death certificate. No, you're mistaken. Today, Dr. Gabe said he'd never been married. He's lying. You can't know that. I got the death certificate. Her last name is the same as his. Face it. Your guy is hiding something. Well, maybe he was just confused. I mean, he does have dementia. Confused enough to forget a wife? I thought it was new memories those guys had trouble with. Well, usually. Besides... I didn't even tell you the best part. Her cause of death was listed as starvation. What? Yeah. She starved to death, and her hobby went to great lengths to cover it all up. I don't know what that means, Claire. It means your guy is not what he seems. You should get out of there. Well, I thought you wanted all the inside details. Not at the expense of your health. Has he asked you to do anything, be the subject of an experiment or something? No. I've helped in the lab a few times, but mostly I just held test tubes. Do you eat together? 
Does he ever have access to your food? What are you saying? I'm saying I don't like it. He does food research. The wife starves to death. He used to be a vegetarian. Now it's nothing but meat. What is going on with that house? He's an old man with dementia. He gets confused and makes mistakes, that's all. Right. Dr. Gabe? Huh? What? Well, lunch is about ready. Oh, uh, yes. Are these specimens coming along? What? There was, uh, there was something I've been meaning to ask you. You were mistaken about being married, weren't you? What? What was that? Well, the other day you said you've always lived in this house alone and had never been married, but that was a mistake, right? I do not believe I know what you're talking about. Now, if you'll excuse me. But you have been married, right? You remember that? Of course I remember. I'm not that old for pity's sake. I'm sorry, I just... I had some questions. What about? Well, my roommate, she does research on criminal cases. Oh, good lord. Yeah. And she filled my head with all this stuff about that court case involving your wife. And when then, when you said you hadn't been married, and I... Well, I can assure you, Grace, I do not remember saying any such thing. Which indicates to me that the condition that affects my mind, the condition you are employed to help me work around, was in full force that day. Of course I was married. I was married for 25 years. She died. Did she help you with your experiments? Of course. That's practically the only way a man in my position can land a wife. She started as my lab assistant. Was she a subject? I... I I don't... I I think I can't remember. She was, wasn't she? I can't remember. I mean, she must have been. You're working to feed people. She died of starvation. How do you know that? But she did, didn't she? I mean, you were testing some theory or another, and and you made her... I never made her do anything. I couldn't stop her. That was the problem. There was a supplement I worked on for a while. Abandoned it as a bad job. She found the notes. Got very excited. What supplement? If it had worked, it would have replaced 50% of the calories a human body needed. And all of the protein. That was what excited her. The lack of animal protein. She was an ardent vegetarian. I warned her about the dangers. Even made her swear to not waste time on it further. If I hadn't been lost in my own work. What? What happened? I would have noticed how much weight she'd lost. I would have caught it in time. But I was invited to go to Europe. Teach for a semester. Three months gone. She kept pushing the boundaries of what the supplement could do. I mean, it wasn't a food pill. It couldn't replace actual calories. That's why this work is so important. I need to supplement proper nutrition, not replace it with some... some science fiction fantasy. I'm... I'm sorry. Oh, just leave the tray. 
I'll, I'll nibble. Gabe? You must come at once. I need an assistant. There's been a development in the experiment. Oh, it's three in the morning. I'll, I'll pay you double. Whatever you want, but you must come. Dr. Gabe, if you have an emergency, you have to call the service. They can send someone. No, I, I need you. I can't possibly train someone in time. It's a matter of hours now. What if I hired you? A what? What if we bypass the service? I hire you as a full-time assistant. I'd pay you double. You could even live here, rent-free. There's plenty of room. I don't... But I need you to come tonight. It has to be tonight. Tonight! Hello? Hello? Ugh, damn it. Hey. God, are you still up? Where are you going? Mm, Dr. Gabe called. I need to go and check on him. I thought he was supposed to call the service if he had an emergency. He is, but, you know, it's like dealing with a big toddler. Gracie, wait. Doesn't he have a panic button? One of those one-press devices that calls the service automatically? Yeah, they all do. Then how did he get your phone number? I have a really bad feeling about this. I have to go. I have a confession to make. Confess later. I have to go. Gracie, you can't! Let go! You're hurting me! I've been calling your office. I've been working people there, trying to get them to open up. Something is very wrong with Dr. Gabe, and I'm not talking about the dementia. The reason I'm up so late, I'm waiting for a call. From who? A source inside your office. You mean the service? Who are you talking to? Can't say. It's confidential. I don't have time for your nonsense right now. Then, look, just take this with you. A taser? For protection, please. It would make me feel better. I don't want that in my- Please! <sighs> Fine. Dr. Gabe? I'm so glad you came, Grace. Oh, God. I didn't see you there. So very glad. Have you been waiting by the door? Come. Time is of the essence. Well, aren't we going into the lab? Not that one. Not tonight. We have to go to the basement. All right. all this just an experiment that's all 
A bit more elaborate than upstairs, but very similar. Just an experiment. The tray here with the soil contains seeds. Seeds from what they call a raspberry orange. Blood orange is what I'm used to calling them. They're the most receptive to the process. Okay, where do you need me? Oh, oh, <laughs> where is my mind this evening? I've forgotten something upstairs. I'll be right back. Claire, I, I can't talk right now. Where are you? Are you at the house yet? Yes, we're, we're in the lab. Get out of there. I can't. You have to. I heard from my source at your office. Dr. Death is paying off the head of your company to send him more paras. What? He's paying under the table for your boss to select paras with no family or attachments, then sending them up there. He probably doesn't even have dementia. And the paras, the people that get sent to that house, no one ever hears from them again. <sighs> That's crazy. You can't honestly believe that- You don't that. have any family, right? Look, it doesn't matter. You just need to get out of that house. Here we are. I'll talk to you later. Gracie, wait! Sorry, my roommate. Oh, friend of yours? Sister, maybe? No, I, I don't have any family. Oh, yes. Nor do I. Would you like to hear about the experiment, Grace? I guess. It's a continuation of a program I've been working on for some time. Animal protein in fruits and vegetables. That's what my wife was working on when she died. I thought she was working on a supplement. Don't interrupt. We're pressed for time. The seeds need to germinate at the right moment, or the experiment can be contaminated. The animal protein, it's very... <laughs> delicate. Has to be added at the right time. In the right way. What, uh... What's the source of the animal protein? Ah, yes. That was a major breakthrough. When I discovered the best way to incorporate animal matter with vegetable matter. Care to take a guess what it was? I... I don't... um... Blood, dear girl. It's blood. I fertilized the seeds at exactly the right moment with fresh blood. How fresh? Directly from the source, if possible. Still warm from the providing animal. Pumped by its very heart onto the seeds. Excuse me, I, I need to put my phone in my bag. That's quite all right. I'll prepare the next step. What's that? Oh, a towel. That's all. What are you doing, Doctor? Oh, stay there, please. Don't come over here. What's that smell? Oh, just a solvent I need, in preparation for the experiment. There's no cause for alarm. Huh. How many times have you done this experiment before? How many assistants have you had? I can't recall. Offhand? I can show you the records when we're done here. I think we should talk about it now. Oh, no time, dear girl. I think we need to make time. I think you lied about your wife. What was that? Your wife. The story about the supplements starving her to death. Was there any truth to that at all? How 
damn Because you. considering the fact that the court records were sealed, no one really knows what happened to her except you. And you have dementia. <laughs> you think that? You think I'm losing my mind? That's why I was sent here, wasn't it? It's why you need help every day. I don't need anyone's help. Not since she died. I almost want to spare you now. You don't deserve to follow in her footsteps. How exactly did she starve to death? Some other experiment you forced on her? She volunteered. Oh, did she? Or did you have to chloroform her like you're about to chloroform me? Oh yeah, I smelled it the minute you poured it onto that rag. I don't need to use this, you know. We could do things the hard way. <laughs> I'd like to see you try. Stay there, I'm leaving. Don't be ridiculous. The experiment needs you. Get out of my way. You're being paid to help me, and it's time you made yourself useful. Uh, come, stop. Let come, stop go of me. No. Let go of me. I, let you go me. Let go. Put your hands off. Gracie got out of the basement all right. At least, all right from the neck down. She was bloody, beaten, one shoe missing, but she walked right by her car and continued marching in a kind of catatonic state. It would be a long time before the events in the basement left her completely, and there would be a few bad nights along the way. But overall, she came out best of anyone. <laughs> The owner of the service responsible for sending four young women to Dr. Gabe's basement was arrested in his office and committed suicide while awaiting trial. Claire, Gracie's roommate, has now written four self-published true crime books, which average four and a half stars on Amazon. <laughs> oh, and Dr. Gabe? Well, Dr. Gabe died in a prison hospital in complete possession of his faculties to the very end. That's on my bucket list, too. Oh, and what of Gracie herself? Well, she took over the para business and is, by all accounts, the best manager the company's ever had. But consider who she's up against when you think about that. Her employees, in particular, like her because she's very sympathetic and supportive. Just don't ask her to work outside the office. She doesn't go into the field anymore. Ever. <laughs> Whatever the case, your time with the Winter Warlock has come to an end. You may return to your own world now, but be sure to mind the lakeshore. The drop-off is steep, and you wouldn't want to fall through the ice this time of year. Catch your death. <laughs> Until next time, wrap yourself up tight, children. It's cold outside. <laughs> this has been Blood Orange, an original tale of terror from the Frozen Frights podcast, a presentation of the Icebox Radio Theater. It starred Ayla McIntosh as Grace, Justin Kepler as The Boss, 
Grace Flesland as Claire, and Douglas Screef as Dr. Gabe. Script was written and directed by Jeffrey Adams, who also played the Winter Warlock in this episode. This program copyright 2023 by the Icebox Radio Theater. All rights reserved.